And so there is a healing quality to this book because as you move through the seven blessings, you are moving through seven layers within yourself and you are fine-tuning, reshaping, remembering, uh, reforming parts of yourself that have been hidden away, locked away, suppressed, or perhaps never even known. And that presence and that awareness to self is the great healing. There's really nothing we have to go do in terms of modalities and protocols. It truly comes from deep presence to the self and everything that's coming up as sensation, as feeling, as emotion, as thought. And so living takes people through those stages so that they can have the healing of their own awareness and presence. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Wood-Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hey everybody, it's Linus and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. You know, I love listening to my intro (laughs) because it just reminds me of why I started doing this in the first place. I started working with women because I didn't want them to go through what I went through 16 years ago, full of anxiety and stress and basically not living my best life. But as a result of so many things I learned and as a result of becoming a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, my life is totally different. And so I am passionate about the whole idea of what it takes to vibe, to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. And today we're going to be talking with, actually, full disclosure, a very close friend. We don't see each other as often. In fact, we've never met in person, but I absolutely love her. She is phenomenal. Let me tell you a little bit about Simran Singh. She is a globally recognized speaker and a catalyst for love, compassion, and humanity. As an example, for a new world experience of aliveness, she advocates for the visionary and mystic within each person while engaging individuals in the exploration and the embracing their darkest depths so they can uncover their most brilliant light. In a brand new self-realization trilogy, Cimarron reveals some incredible insight after having gone through the discovery of multidimensional living. We'll have to ask her about that, which brought awareness of a powerful set of blessings, illusions, and graces that not only impact individual humanity, but also each individual's capacity to be able to change the world. Simi has written many books, but right now she's focusing on the three books that she has written that are being released uh, over time, uh, Living the Seven Blessings of the Human Experience, uh, being the seven illusions that derail personal power, purpose, and peace, 
and knowing the seven human expressions of grace. Sinron is a number one rated syndicated host of Voice America's 1111 Talk Radio. She's also host of 1111 Interviews TV, and she's the pub publisher of the Knotless award-winning 1111 Magazine. She also is an IPA Gold Award-winning Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey and Enlightenment. I read that book. It is amazing. And she also is an IPPY Gold Award-winning author for Your Journey to Love. Simra is amazing. She creates books, art books. She does online courses. She also has been on the road. I remember when she was on the road for her one woman show, The Rebel Road, Connecting the Dots. I mean, and on top of all of that, she's a TEDx speaker and a loving mother. Simron is definitely what I call the personification of a Renaissance woman. And I am so excited and so happy to be here with Simran after so many years of not being able to sit down and talk. Here we are. So excuses why we have this conversation because we're going to catch up. But Simran, thank you so much for calling me and letting me know about your new book and being on this show. It's absolutely wonderful to have you here today. I love you, Linus. And I love your intro too. <laughs> I see why <laughs> you're delighted by it. It just energized me and made me excited. It's gorgeous. Thank, oh, you. thank you. You're welcome. And you know, it's interesting because they, she got a chance to see the video of the intro because there's actual pictures that go with that intro. And there's a story behind that. Um, you just never know how people can meld together to work together. A veteran who is in his mid thirties, uh, who is a white man in uh, Eugene, Oregon, made that for me. Can wow. you just never know. Is that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> and his, his mom is just barely over 40. So, you know, isn't it just amazing how people that you think they don't have like minds, but I think we all have something in common and that's the human experience. Yes. And the more we leave ourselves open to uh, actually experience the human experience uh, is when you begin to see all of these interconnections. And that's funny. I said human experience and that's one of the books that you wrote. <laughs> the seven blessings of the human experience. But first of all, let's find out what made you decide to write these books? What was your aha moment? Where is all of this coming from? You know, I never intended to write these books. I think it became my dharma. Uh, and I, I go around now telling people that their karma is their dharma. Uh, because what we encounter in our lives, especially the difficult, most challenging experiences, and you know that I've gone through a really challenging experience in our legal system. And that had spanned over seven years. And during that period, the amount of grief, the intense grief that took place over a loss at the beginning of that time uh, in regard to two children was more immense than anything that I could have imagined. And I found myself on the ground. Here I am, this individual that speaks to people about consciousness and personal growth and empowerment and all of these things. And in my own life, I'm experiencing oppression and some of the hardest experiences and a level of grief that I had never touched before. But what I did know, Linus, was that I create my reality. And for that to have shown up in my world, there was something that the universe wanted me to know about myself that I had not come into awareness of yet. And so when I fell to the ground in grief, I decided to stay down until the universe told me to get back up. And I decided to feel everything in my body, 
to commit as devotedly to the darkness in front of me as I had been to the light. And by doing so, I just had this sense that there was gold in there. And I had no idea how long it would take and whether there would be something on the other end of it or not. But there was never any idea that books would come from this. I actually lost any desire for inspiring anyone. So I got to the place that's completely opposite of what your show's all about. I lost my vibe. I lost the desire to emerge. I lost the desire to inspire or even be in the world. I hit a place of such pain and trauma that I didn't really see any point in everything out there. And I think oftentimes people go through all kinds of things, whether it's divorce or whether it's a, a loss of someone that has passed away from sickness or whether it is some type of financial trauma that they've experienced or whether they awaken to a lot of childhood trauma that they've been repressed, whatever it is that brings that up, that stops us in our tracks. What I discovered is that there is purpose in it if we're willing to be with it. And midway through my seven years, I came home from walking my dog and uh, three tables of contents just streamed out of me. And I looked at them. I thought the contents were beautiful. I knew what needed to be written. But at that point, I had no desire to write. It was only in the last couple of years that I got the signs. I got the symbols that said, it's time to get back up. And you have to share this information because we all go through it. You know, I think what you said was really important about the darkness. You know, uh, when I met you, I was working on getting rid of an anxiety disorder, which is so interesting because in the midst of recognizing and being diagnosed that I had an anxiety disorder, I decided to leave corporate America and open my own business um, in, in a, using a vehicle that wasn't really even used by my demographic like that. Okay. But I was on a journey. And one of the things that I've learned during that journey and dealing with my anxiety is the importance of leaning into the pain of that, because in that pain is really something that the universe or what I call God is trying to teach you. And you cannot learn it any other way, but in that pain and out of that, has come this remarkable awakening for me. And I would never, well, I would never have gone through any of this if it hadn't been the, for the tragic way my mother died. Never would have. Um, um, but out of that tragedy and out of the pain that resulted uh, from the tragedy of having an anxiety disorder came this thing called Vibe. You know, and it took me a while to get to that. But while I was in the process of getting to it, it's amazing how I was given grace. You know, somehow or other, I was maintained until it was time for me to blossom. And one of the things I love about your books, the seven, because I know you're into numbers, 1111. We've talked about that before. But seven is the number of completion. And do you feel like as a result of what you've gone through that you've completed one cycle and you're going into another? Uh, what does the seven mean for you? I do. I do feel like this is symbolic of a cycle that we all go through. And so living the seven blessings of human experience are that cycle of unorthodox blessings that we will encounter throughout our lives over and over and over again, because we live with a human condition. And those blessings are things like challenge, 
and obstacles and conflict and chaos and darkness and death. Those types of things will come into our lives. But what I discovered in my own experience through that period was they come in a certain order. They each have a different path that we're to express and embody while in that particular place. They each will awaken certain inherent gifts within us if we're willing to stay the course and do the work to find the truth and the growth within that particular part of the experience. And it is only one part of us that's living through that. So these three books are a multidimensional experience. They're the multidimensional parts of ourselves. Living is the human that's trying to get through life, that's facing everything that comes in front of us, that might be conscious and is probably mostly unconscious without knowing it. And the person that is really not only trying to survive, but truly wants to thrive. That is this story of being human. That is who we are all of the time. Being is another part of us that's there and present, but we're not present too. And that's Mm -hmm. the shadow. That's the animal. That's the monster. That's even the demon that lives inside of us. And we all have that because those parts of us reflect what's going on out in the world. That wouldn't be happening in the world if it were not happening on a deep level inside each one of us. And so as I went through my seven-year deconditioning process of just letting myself feel, what I started to realize was that I was deconditioning on different levels and that it would start in one area, maybe the mind or the heart or the emotions, but at the very end of that period, it ended up in the body, a place that has no... Uh, concept of emotion or concept of thought that really is only physiology that soaks in everything that we took on from age zero to seven of our childhood. And it is from that period that we create echoes of experience that repeat over and over again, might have a different name, different place, different person, but it all goes back to that zero to seven. And so the books are to help people not only realize that we have steps and stages that we're going to go through, but how to rise to a higher octave of themselves because their shadow animal demon self is within them as much as their animal, uh, their human self. And there's a third self, which is the third book knowing, uh, which has to do with grace, which is our humanity that we're trying to awaken. So many people think they have humanity, but in truth, if you look at the world, If you look at how people face experiences, they haven't even touched humanity unless they're willing to sink into their own. And that means feeling everything. Hi, this is Lennis Woods-Mullins, your host on the Vibe Living Podcast. I am a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. I help women to be well in their mind, body, and spirit by teaching them about holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. For over 14 years, I have helped women to vibe, to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged, and into the woman that I think all midlife women want to be. If you are struggling with releasing unwanted pounds, balancing your hormones, getting rid of that sense of anxiety, enhancing your immune system, and, well, just having a better wellness journey, consider scheduling a 15-minute free consultation. Let's see if we connect and how I might be able to help you vibe along your wellness journey. Just click on the link on the show page there and it says, Contact Linus. I hope to hear from you soon.
You know, it's interesting because that's a whole nother conversation about our humanity or lack of it. Um, and uh, when you talk about the uh, personal power, purpose and peace of um, that you talk about in being, uh, that's a whole nother conversation. Each one of these are very powerful unto itself. So I could understand why you would separate them uh, so that you could focus on each one. Now, when we're talking about the blessings, I think it's really uh, remarkable how you have uh, talked about blessings in terms of being a multidimensional experience. You talk about the blessings of life, uh, challenge, obstacles, conflict, chaos, darkness, and death, and how these are actually passageways to personal empowerment and spiritual growth. How did you land on that? I mean, I know some of the things that you went through. And as I'm reading each one of those, I mean, that was me in terms of what I went through to get to where I am right now. All of those things happened. Well, and that's um, what every one of your viewers goes through. If they really stop and think about it, yes. they'll realize that if they find themselves at a challenge, they're going to get to the next blessing and the next one and the next one. And the culmination of that has to be death. It will be the death of an identity because we are all trying to be who we really are. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but yet that's who the mind or the ego makes up that we are in truth. There is a self that we each are that is beyond our comprehension. It is an essence, a divinity, a holiness that is so expansive that our ego can't even fathom how huge that is. So the ego continues to make identities and personalities and attachments throughout our lives that we then have to learn to disintegrate, to start to shed. And so the reason we go through these cycles over and over again, it's so that we die to the identity and we move more and more into the unknown because our greater power, our greater purpose, our greater peace lives in the unknown self, not in everything that we know. Interesting. It, our greater peace is in, is in the lessons that we have let to learn or have yet to learn, which is really it's it's amazing. It's hopeful, but it's a little scary as well, because most people want to control. They don't want they want to control the outcome. They don't want any surprises. That's where my anxiety came from, from trying to control the outcome. I no longer think about the outcome in the same way. All I know is that the universe somehow supplies what I need when I need it. And I just don't worry about the outcome anymore. But for those who are in the trenches of that, what can you tell them? How can this book help them peel back the layers to address that issue? Well, I know with your experience and with my own and with everyone else and even spiritual scriptures, we, we are constantly told to surrender, right? Every time something comes up, we've got to surrender something else. So as people are going through things very difficultly, I tell them, I didn't write these books for someone to breeze through. These are books that I want them to drink like a hot cup of tea. I only want them to read a few lines, a paragraph, maybe one page a day. And let that medicine work within you because it's reawakening a knowing that's inside of you that's far beyond what the mind can comprehend. What I do know is if we would stop distracting ourselves, if we would stop uh, busying ourselves and trying to fill ourselves up with things outside of us or take away our pain and really just live inside the experiences that we are given, our enlightenment sits right there. And by being present to what those experiences are showing us and the emotions they bring and the thoughts that they 
uh, have rise up within us, we slowly start to shed those parts of ourselves that are not to the fullest extent of who we are. And so I would say, stay with it, stay with it and let yourself feel because the very thing that you're running from is the very thing that has your Dharma, that has your power, that has your purpose, that leads you to that place of creating something phenomenal, just like you did by it. It just is going to allow you to open up and flower in a way that you could not through the ego. The ego actually will keep leading you to more cycles of these blessings. And if you are really here to experience miracles, then you have to let yourself first experience these blessings that ego and soul has put on your path so that you can expand more fully. You know, one of the reasons why I thought this topic would resonate with midlife women and why I was so honored that you called me and why I wanted to have you on the show. I mean, you can come on and talk about purple witches. I don't care. I just <laughs> like being able to spend this time with you. Uh, but um, in midlife in particular, it seems to be a time where women begin to really do some introspection in terms of what else is there? What's on the other side of all this, all these other roles that I have been playing as, you know, wife and mother and employee and daughter and granddaughter and sister and, you know, all these different roles that we play, where do I fit in? And the thing that's remarkable about your first book, Blessings, is that I think this is a great way to begin that journey. You know, you talk about blessings have, having seven layers to it. I mean, that right there in itself is amazing. I mean, when was the last time I picked apart my actual blessing in terms of what it was comprised of? Uh, would you take us through, uh, you know, what it means to move through one blessing? What does that mean? How, how is that done? What do you mean by that? We are actually a spiritual and human technology. We think that we are flesh, blood, and bone. But in truth, what we are is energy, truth, growth, wisdom, and unification. We are composed of an energy that is here to continually expand, to touch infinity. And so part of these seven layers have to do with uh, a structure that moves us through the type of energy that we carry. Each blessing starts off with a path. There are the paths of the visionary, the mystic, the rebel humanitarian, uh, all of these different paths are parts of us that we are to embody. They're archetypes and they're internal paths. So when I talk about the visionary, um, which is part of the blessing of conflict, that has nothing to do with a vision outside that we go create because our big problem is we keep distracting ourselves. We keep busying ourselves. The visionary is the part of us that says, I can hold the vision of something without having to act. And that visionary does that so that we grow our feminine energy. You know, most women actually have more masculine energy than feminine energy because our society has conditioned us into that. We have become doers. We overgive. We don't know how to receive. We don't know how to rest and relax and play and have fun. And so when the moment comes that the kids leave the nest, and that we no longer have that job that we like and we want to move on to something else. That's where the exasperation comes from. That's where yeah. the melancholy and the sadness mm -hmm. and the uh, what am I going to do now with my life comes from in a, a way that feels overwhelming at times for many people. Mm -hmm. And so this is about really going in and allowing us to develop the energy of different parts of ourselves as well. You know, it's interesting because I was just thinking about my children. Um, 
I was somewhat of an opposite. And I think it had to do with uh, my own self-survival. I knew something wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to do some drastic things to get right so that I could be there for them later on. Uh, so, you know, I became an, an empty next an empty nester 12 years ago. My youngest child is uh, now 30. So all of my children left the home when it was time to go to college. And it was a blessing in disguise because I needed that time without the guilt associated to it. Because one way or another, I would have found a way to get them out of my house. Not that they were bad kids. They were great kids. But I knew I was going through a metamorphosis that required that alone time. And it's interesting because of that experience, I've come to really enjoy being by myself. And I've also come to enjoy silence, you know, just no noise. Um, a lot of times um, uh, there would always be noise in my house constantly. TVs everywhere. Um, thank God my children grew up right before the cell phone became embedded in kids' palms. So there wasn't a lot of that going on, but there was a lot of this going on, you know, or the games or whatever. And I just felt the need for peace. So when the last child was gone, I had an opportunity to have that. And that's when I really began my journey of true self-introspection and healing. Now, there's something that's very interesting about your books because it does have a healing modality or quality to it. Um, what, how does that work? How do you think this book, and right now we're talking about uh, living the seven blessings of human experience. How do you think that it serves us when it comes to individual healing and also collective healing when we're talking about our, our world in general? Uh, I love that question. And, you know, I, I wrote these books because I wish I had had these books for myself. They are manuals and guides. If the soul had given us a set of instructions that came with us when we were born, these books are what that, those instructions would be. And I love the example that you brought up about, you know, wanting to get out and make yourself better so that you could be there for your girls later. That was actually the blessing of life. That's where you started. And who you were being was the path of the rebel. And that's what that's laid out in the blessing of life. It's the path of the rebel. And the first place that we work on is, is truth in uh, mindfulness. It's about reminding ourselves of what is it that I really want here? Where do I want to go? How do I want to be that type of thing? And so there is a healing quality to this book, because as you move through the seven blessings, you are moving through seven layers within yourself and you are fine tuning, reshaping, remembering uh, reforming parts of yourself that have been hidden away, locked away, suppressed, or perhaps never even known. And that presence and that awareness to self is the great healing. There's really nothing we have to go do in terms of modalities and protocols. It truly comes from deep presence to the self and everything that's coming up as sensation, as feeling, as emotion, as thought. And so Living takes people through those stages so that they can have the healing of their own awareness and presence, their own deep value and reverence. And that's how we then become the change in our own lives. And that energetically ripples out into our world because whatever's going on with us amplifies into the collective field. And then we create the events that are happening in our world. 
The only reason that war still exists today is because most of the population on the planet is at war within themselves. Mm -hmm. And once they realize this, then we can start to make true peace. And the part that's at war within themselves is the part that's hidden away that they don't recognize. So this is about deep recognition, awareness, compassion, kindness, and the holding and cherishing of ourselves, both as souls and as humanity. Please take a look at the links below in the show page. Those links belong to the premium members of my Vibe Wellness Woman Facebook community. These premium members have products and services that you should really check out. Click on the link below to find out more about these wonderful women who have products and services that focus on the needs of the midlife woman. Wow, it just made me think about the situation going on with Russia. And I was wondering, now, what is really eating Putin? What is really driving you? It's probably not what we think. It's probably something else. And the only way that he could keep from dealing with it is to do something outer directed. Yeah, we we are human, yeah, human beings are, are experts at creating distractions and allowing distractions to keep us from what we really need to be doing. I mean, that's a very simplistic uh, uh, view that I just put out there in comparison to what your book is all about. But I guess I'm trying to say, I get it. I understand yes. what you're saying. I know you do, yeah. And I believe that many, many people will get it. Folks, you know, there's a lot of books that are out there, but I can tell you that Simron's books are life changing. I still go back and read parts of conversations uh, because there are parts that resonate with me in terms of the path that I have chosen for myself and it keeps me focused on the path. Seven blessings um, or with, oh, okay now, now let me get these uh, the titles correct. They're seven uh, being the seven illusions that derail personal power, purpose, and peace is the one that's coming out in May. And I believe by the time you hear this broadcast, it will definitely be out. But the one preceding that that we've been talking about is the seven blessings of human experience, which is one that really truly resonates with me because of my spiritual orientation and because of my chosen my chosen relationship with God. Now, you wrote another one because there's three of these books, which is just amazing. And that is knowing the seven human expressions of grace. Can you tell us just real quickly, what is that about and why you felt the need to write this third book? The third book is the flowering of our humanity. It is really tapping into the humanity of self. Humanity is not this big thing out there. Humanity is what happens inside of us. And my lifelong search has been for my own humanity. I've been the robot, I've been the workaholic, I've been the person that was wounded, I've been the person that was numb, I've been all of those things. And the quest through all of that was just to be able to feel, to truly feel. Now, I didn't expect to have to feel to this degree, but that's what I asked for. I wanted my humanity and that's what I got to touch. And what I've discovered through the flowering of that humanity is that we have a fragrance, we have senses that come through us, not in the five outer senses, but there's a flowering that comes through us, but it comes by giving us, giving our own grace. And so it's the stages when you talked about, you know, what do people do when they're going through a hardship? It takes them through the stages of personal grace, which starts with simplicity. I'm sure just as I, when you were starting your life, the first step was I'm shedding everything. I'm selling everything. 
I'm getting rid of all the clothes that don't fit anymore that I've hung on to. I'm getting rid of the items that are in my home that remind me of things that I don't need to be reminded of anymore. I'm selling my house entirely and moving to another state. Like all those. (laughs) That's the grace of simplicity. And that goes alongside with the blessing of life. And it goes alongside with the illusion of time. So these books not only are books where you find the multidimensional levels vertically within each book, but then they also go across to make a grid so that you see how the blessing connects to the illusion, connects to the grace. Simi, what is it that you want women in particular over 40 to know about their life journey and how these books can aid them with that? The ultimate mission of these books is to help individuals understand that it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, your economic status, your religious background, your cultural background, or what you're going through. Any person on the planet can reach enlightenment if they just stay present to the experience in front of them. And this is the way to do that. It is the way to tap into your humanity. It is the way to touch the peace of God that lives inside of you. And it is the way to transform and transmute your karma into your dharma. Oh, Simi, thank you so much for sharing that. I knew that you would come with stuff that would make me tear up because you're just an amazing soul, an amazing intellect, uh, and an amazing woman. And you've been through some things and you've come out on the other side with these three amazing books. And for those of you who are interested in all of you should be interested, uh, please take a look at the link uh, below on the show page uh, and purchase uh, her books. Uh, they are life affirming and life changing and definitely one that you will go back time and time and again and you'll get something different and something important. And I think one of the reasons why when it comes to being uh, the vibe, the last part of vibe is E is emerging. And I think that part of your emergence is recognizing that you are a work in progress. We're constantly recreating and reemerging. That's what life is all about. And that's a good thing. It's tragic for those who decide just be one way and never change. But taking that opportunity to emerge into the midlife woman you want to be and uh, allow change and learning and experiences, that is a vibe lifestyle. So therefore, you have to get these three books because they are a part or can be a part of what it means to really vibe and do that exploration. So please check out the, um, but are you, what are you calling this trilogy? I guess it's the, it's the it is self-realization trilogy. trilogy. Yes. Of it's living self-realization trilogy of living okay. and knowing. Okay. A brand new self-realization trilogy. Be looking for these. But for right now, I know that Seven Blessings of the Human Experience um, is out. And then the Seven Illusions that Derail Personal Power, Purpose, and Peace will be out by the time this broadcast plays. And the next one will be the Seven Human Expressions of Grace. All fabulous, wonderful, required reading. If you are ready to make that change, that will not only just be phenomenal, that will serve you well, though, as you go through your midlife journey. Simi, thank you so much for spending this time with me. It, I mean, you brought me to tears. You had me laughing. You had me smiling. You had me thinking. I mean, all in less than like 40 minutes, I went through all these creative emotions because you're just so fabulous. Oh, it's such a delight to see you and to be with you and to hear your voice and to watch you, to witness your vibe. <laughs> 
just spread across this planet with such exuberance and light. You're an example of how we live, be, and know ourselves to the point where we just keep illuminating not only who we are, but illuminating the planet. So thank you for the work you do. And thank you as my soul sister and friend for having me on and celebrating these books. Oh, you're welcome, Simi. And thank you to all of you who tuned in and listened. An amazing podcast. Go back and listen to it again. And share it with a few other people who you know are ready to grow beyond where they are right now. And that really should be all of us. Let's face it, we just came out of a pandemic, or we're still in the pandemic. I don't know. Pandemic, not pandemic, whatever. Not getting into that piece. Bottom line is we've been through something and we're feeling some kind of way. And it's time for us to really consciously embark on that journey of healing regardless of what's going on around us you can still heal regardless of what's going on around us you can still vibe and that's what i really want you to do if you want to find out more about me and what i do just go ahead and click there on the show page you'll see something that says this is about Linus, and I'll tell you more about what I do. And also, make sure you take a look at the sponsors. Um, their links are down below. I absolutely believe in everything that they do. Check them out. I love spending this time with you. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic day, and don't forget to vibe. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.